Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode with yours truly, Kia Orion, the man who is obsessed with making great music and teaching you how to make your own. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me right now, Creative Contact Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I appreciate you guys. I've got a lot of my head and heart as always. I guess that's a recurring theme. And a lot that I want to talk to you guys about today. And actually today is a different kind of episode because today I need your help. This is an episode where I wanted to, I, I'm recording this specifically for your feedback because I have a feeling there are some ideas, some perspectives that you all will be able to provide that I'm having a hard time seeing. And when I had a business coach a year or two ago, he told me, Kia, you can't see that you can't read the ingredients from inside the jar. And I thought that that was really powerful. And I was like, man, I think that's maybe what I need is I need a little help kind of reading the ingredients. A couple things, how podcast housekeeping things to get out of the way first. First of all, if it seems like I'm back, if this looks familiar, it's because it is. I'm back in a studio. I changed apartments, which means I'm back in this one of my favorite neighborhoods in Medellin. And if it's noisy, that's because it is. This is also a little bit of a noisy street and I'm on the third floor. So I'm a little closer to the road. So if you hear people talking about mature avocados and mangoes and this weird kind of like corn milk drink, you know, welcome to Medellin. This is, it's kind of a loud place, but it's a beautiful place. Also, Before we get into the good stuff for this week, I wanted to say thank you for everyone who listened to the last podcast and reached out, commented, whatever, supported in whatever way. I knew there was going to be fallout from that last podcast. The if you haven't listened to the last pod, the long version or the short version is I dove into some pretty um, intimate and potentially. it's some interesting territory. We'll put it like that. And so it's, it can be very divisive as well, some of those topics. And so some folks, I knew there would be fault from that podcast that folks weren't uh, super stoked about. And I, I take that. I am what I am. And I, I, I fully accept those things. And then also some people that uh, reached out and said, hey, Kia, that, you know, that moved me or I was going through the same thing. And I think that's one of the really beautiful things about sharing <clears throat> Excuse me, and some things I want to get into today is just putting it out there and you realize that you're not alone and that a lot of people feel these same things. There is this kind of, as much as we want to feel like a special snowflake, like this human experience, and as much as we find differences in each other and want to fight and over politics and all these things, like it's a pretty universal experience. Like we feel, we want, we need, we crave, we experience a lot of the same things, like 99.9 of the same things. But we like that 1% that we can find difference. We can fight about it. But that's not what I'm going to talk about today. So in that vein, it was really cool to have y'all reach out and show some love and that I think I'm just at a, a bit of a, a transitionary point in my life, a bit of a difficult point in my life. And it's when I'm in these periods, I think that I'm the most vulnerable because I normally have, I have these periods of life where I'm very focused. It's, this is, um, I I have a dream, a goal, and I'm chasing after it. And I'm, I'm able to focus, hone in and kind of put the blinders on and boom, we after it. 
when those start to get a little fuzzy or disappear completely, that's when the the little you know the the little dangerous things start to call to you a little bit. The demons start to call to you a little bit. Just oh, what you know, they start tripping at you. Now, I'm a little bit less kind of grounded, and I think it's kind of in those in these moments when those things start to kind of creep up on me a little bit. So, in that regard. Uh, I've felt them creeping, but that was what the whole last pod was about, was being able to kind of like see them coming up, process those, feel it, and then not necessarily having to succumb to it. And I've been good. I've been doing well in terms of like, it's always this duality with me. I'm always like really happy and doing great. And then also like kind of confused and don't really know what I'm doing with my life. So it's like, oh, it's like this, it's like this weird kind of like, it's like in the, in the, like in the micro, it's like kind of lost and confused. In the macro, it's like very doing very well, like working out and eating well and making music and doing my jujitsu and stuff like that. But that's partially what I wanted to talk to you about today was a couple things. I'm now back in Medellin, obviously, and I really like it here. So I'm actually, I have a call this afternoon with a lawyer to talk about some sort of a long-term visa. I realize I would love to, I'd love travel, but I'd like to have some sort of a base. Even when I was in Asia, I had Chiang Mai. It was kind of my base. I'd always come back to that. And I just like having a place that like you can come back to. It feels like home. You can just kind of like pick up where you left off. It's easy. You, you know the people that rent apartments. you got your homie. It's just like you just like can click back into life. In Medellin, I just feel like it's one of those places for me. I would be perfect if it had a beach, but there's a reason that no place is perfect. And so, you know, if I want that beach life, I can go get out of the way. I can go kind of do some beach stuff if I want to, but there's still some place I'd love to see, but I really would love to like kind of lock in for a little while. I've got a couple projects I've been working on I want to talk to you about. And so with that said, it's kind of an interesting mindset shift of being like, okay, if things are going to be a little bit more permanent, at least, one of the reasons why I like to do that is I feel like I get kind of my my mental bandwidth back rather than thinking about like next steps. I can just be like, okay, I'm here. So I'm here for an indefinite amount of time. Now let's focus. Let's lock in. Let's do something. And now that I'm there, it's been challenging. I think, especially because with the recent stint in LA, being out there, it just, a lot of things kind of shifted into place, real clarity. And in that clarity, it made everything else more confusing and kind of gray. What do I mean by that? For a long time, I've been chasing this kind of rock star dream. You guys know that I'm in, in the music. That's always been kind of the, the pursuit. I had dinner last night with a buddy and he dropped some real game on me. And it was this idea. He was pretty much, he was reiterating. He was like, if that's really what you wanted, like you would have tried. He's like, you would have done it more. Like you would have tried harder. I had adjustment. And so, and I was like, that's a good, he's like, if that's really what you wanted, like you would have done it. And that, that just really resonated with me. There's this author, uh, businessman named Derek Sivers, who I love. He's the owner of, he was a musician around my age until I was around 30, 31. Then he quit. He created this company called CD Baby kind of unintentionally and then sold it for a bajillion dollars. And now it's kind of like a philosopher writer. And he has this idea in one of his books that I love. Then it was like, don't listen to what people say 
or tell you they're going to do, like listen to their actions. And that really made a lot of sense to me. I'm like, if I really wanted those things, then I would do them. But I think that's, I feel like that's what I want. Like maybe the ego in me wants, but like, I really love this life here. Like I'm so happy here and like this day to day of having my creative work. And then it's a very social life and it's, you know, I have the martial arts too. And like the, that there's just like all these pieces that I love to it. And so I think a part of me is afraid of that changing. Like that if I, I feel like I'm not living up to my potential, which is a little heart wrenching for me to feel that way. I feel like a lot of us feel that way though. And then also to be like, okay, but if I want to play at the next level, like something has to change. And so that's what I wanted your help with today. That's what I wanted to come talk to you about was to do some career, some lifestyle centric career planning as Cal Newport would say. Thinking about what type of a life do I want? What type of a lifestyle do I want? And thinking about career or a job, some sort of thing that I do and what are the components of that? And so I'm going to throw some ideas out to you and I'd love to hear kind of what resonates with you, what sticks. And if you've been kind of going through some of the same stuff too. And so when I think about the 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 job is almost less about like what am i doing per se that i feel like it's easy for me to think more about like what does that life look like what does the day to day look like and what sort of things are involved with that job is it are you working with a lot of people is it more solo is it do you, is it really busy do you have a lot more leisure time do you travel a lot are you stationary are you, is it like a public facing thing? Is it more managerial? Like all these different ideas that I've just been kind of been swirling around. And I was like, dude, I need to do a podcast about this because if I hire a career coach, they're going to be like, how about a professor? And I'm like, I just don't know if that works. Although maybe, who knows? Maybe I will end up a professor someday, but I've just been torn. And I think it's because when the LA thing fell apart, I mean, it was great. It was clarity of like, this is not what I want. It just threw the rest, like, it's amazing to be in this place where like all the doors open up, but then it's like, I don't know where to go anymore. Like I, I feel lost straight up. I feel like I don't have a direction and normally in what I'm doing now is I sort of create, I just continue to kind of take action and create my way towards, because I think that's a way that I can get data being like, this feels right. And this kind of doesn't, but I, there are a couple things that I have been thinking about that I wanted to get your take on. So one is that I love music in terms of career capital. There are a lot of skills I've spent the last decade building that I think are really powerful. I don't think that's not for nothing in terms of making beats, mixing, songwriting. There's a lot around music that I, that I'm passionate about and I know a lot about and that's something that I feel like I can do in perpetuity because I love making music. It's like the one art, the one thing that I've done for a long time that I feel like maybe there's something there. I had a buddy Dave who dropped some gems on me. It was like, he is like, if it's something you've been doing for 10 years, like maybe there's a reason why I like it because it kind of comes like I'm drawn to it. <clears throat> Unfortunately, this is where I get caught because I love making music but I don't love everything else around the world of music. 
I don't love the music industry. I don't love like when I think about people like it's a it's an industry that's often very like gossipy, kind of drama heavy, like tabloidy. It's just like not energy that I really fuck with or like to be a part of. It's there's also a lot of ego, which I completely feel being an artist too is it's like, oh, look at me. Look at this thing I made. It's all kind of self-serve. I mean, you're creating an art that's really powerful and that really resonates with people. But there's this like, look at me piece that I've never felt comfortable with in in terms of like promotion, et cetera, et cetera. Like come listen to this thing that feels different for some reason. And maybe this is a mental block for me to get around, which I've talked about before in other episodes around the value of the art. But that like so that aside, like the people in that world aren't people that like I really want to like hang out with. Like I'd love to meet Drake, Cole, Kendrick, obviously my idols. But the one rapper who I love is Russ because he's into like spirituality and creativity and like all these other things that just really resonate with me and mindset. But like I'm not trying to like hang out with like little baby like or like any of the babies or, you know, it's not like I want to spend time with rappers. There's just, it's not a lifestyle. And a lot of it just, I don't, when I look at content, I don't, I'm not like gravitate. I don't gravitate towards content of like interviews with rappers or put it like that. What I love is this world of like this sort of world in a lot of podcasts of like happiness and creativity and productivity, like, and, and optimization, like Tim Ferriss, I would meet any day over like any rapper. Like I'd rather hang with like Gary Vee or Tim Ferriss or Lewis Howes, Joe Rogan, like all these guys that are into like fitness and health and, and, and productivity and creativity. And like those guys to me feel like, like those feel like more productive conversations. They feel like actual energy that I, that's like this sort of like journey for self-discovery more than like, how do I get more streams and more money? And so just thinking about like that world, I also like, I could, there is a lot of academia that I don't fuck with, but there is a lot that I do. And there are professors like Dr. Andrew Huberman, who runs, runs this amazing podcast. There's a lot, a lot of, I think, same ego and sort of look at me. And even though if it's research and things of that nature that come through academia, but it, the, I still just kind of, I like those, the way it manifests almost kind of differently. It's like less of like in the club and more like on podcasting in the classroom or something. And so I think that's where I'm, I'm having a hard time navigating these different pieces of my identity in these different interests where I, I think a lot of rappers are multidimensional, but it's like, they'll have the music and maybe like a weed brand and they're into shoes and fashion and jewelry. And they all like have these, like those all kind of like make sense where it's like, I'm a rapper into like barefoot shoes and like productivity and long-term trap. It's like, they're like, I was like, what? They just like, don't, <laughs> there's no, like, they don't like, they're like all these kind of different worlds that I'm pulling from, which I think this is why I want to talk to you about it. Cause I feel like that's what kind of how everybody feels like we have as humans, we're complex, right? We have these kind of different dimensions to us, but there is this sort of this, this sort of direction that I don't know where to go with it because it's like, I want to do the music and I feel really rad about that but I don't really love that world of that industry. 
I'd love to, I also love this sort of thing around like happiness and productivity and creativity and these things that I want to talk about, but maybe this is imposter syndrome, but those things, I feel like I, I, I haven't like, um, I almost need to show and prove more where the, when I think about my ideal sort of career or job, I love this idea of, that was why I was drawn to musician in the first place. I love the idea of like, you have this, these, this intense time, it's focused time of creation. And then you have this kind of intense time of like marketing and you're out, you know, traveling, playing shows and doing meet and greets and, and, and doing interviews and things like that. That sounds really cool. It's like these kind of two different seasons. And that to me, I, I think that sounds really exciting. I like the idea as Growing up, I was a part of this organization and I had a chance to speak a lot and give speeches and kind of be on stage and I realized I really there is this kind of performer performance piece that I, I enjoy being in the spotlight, but I don't I don't ironically, I don't love performing. And like I'm not like trying to like find a spotlight like let me perform, but I love obviously here in the podcast, like I don't love getting on camera and rapping but I love getting on camera and speaking. And I'm like, that sounds really fun to like go do, to be, I think it's where like the fame and ego, to be like, to have enough attention that people actually give a fuck or what you have to say, that you're invited to do these sorts of things. But to me, when I think about it, it's not even like I want to give speeches, but the idea of like being more of like part of a panel and doing Q&A. I, like, I love that idea of, I think that's why I'm, I've always been drawn to like theater more than film is I like this sort of like give and take audience dynamic. I like the idea of like being on a, in a public platform or a public place and then engaging with, the, you know, a Q&A to me sounds like just super fun or maybe being part of a panel where, you know, I'm being interviewed and can really, or maybe it's not even an interview, but maybe a conversation, but it's in a public. So you kind of, there's this, there's this energy of things being live that I like, but it doesn't have to be rapping or singing, etc. I like that back and forth, I think, of being engaged with an audience that to me is, I, that sounds really fun. And I think to me, ironically, when I think about like performing, I think some musicians and stuff, it's like, I got to perform like my thing live. I don't, I'm not like super inspired to do that, but I don't perform a lot. But I am super inspired if you're like, hey, Kia, would you want to come talk about like, um, ironically, like all those things I was talking about, like create like long-term creativity and, and lifestyle design and nomadism. I'm like, dude, I'd be chomping at the bit. Like I would, so I'd love to get paid, I guess, not necessarily for technical skills. That's not, never a part I've loved to teach, like the software part of making music, but like the ideas, I'd love to engage with ideas. I'd love to get paid to share and talk about ideas. And so to be honest, just because I'm like, because now that like being a rock star is like kind of off the table, at least in like the traditional sense, like everything's on the table. So I've just been toying with like, what would it be like to be a professor? And like looking that up, what would it be like to be a therapist? Like I love talking about like emotional shit and digging deep and stuff. I just don't know if... Those things, like there are other parts of every job that I don't love, and maybe that's part of it. Compared to, <clears throat> I love, I love creating, I love making things, 
And so that's where I'm at is I'm thinking I'm just going to continue to create things and see where it goes. Right now, I love this life. I do feel vulnerable because it is a little bit platform dependent. And that's where even I'd love to like, it's like if YouTube goes, that's a piece of my, it's like these certain platforms go, but maybe that's always how it is. Like even if you were like a university professor or something, it's like, unless you're tenured, like, I don't know, one, you're something, like the apartment goes on, who knows, but maybe it's just needing to feel more comfortable with being vulnerable on to these platforms and learning how to diversify more. That said, I feel like I'm at a place where I've been doing this for a while and I'm like ready for the next step. Like I'm ready to either make a big change or really kind of give this thing a shot. And so there are like a couple different avenues that I could see kind of going. One would be what comes really naturally to me. And I think one of my superpowers is being productive, even though I don't have like a lot to show for it in terms of like monetarily, like the whole like waking up at the same time, you know, if you, you know me, like if we're friends, like I often probably don't come to hang out with you because I got to go to bed because <laughs> I go to a bed because I want to wake up early so I can hit my workout, my meditation, et cetera, et cetera. There's something that like, cre- like for some folks, I think creating those habits of like good habits is really difficult around like meditation or healthy eating or working out that for some reason, either my programming or my de- something for some reason, and maybe this is even me putting that identity on that those come easy to me so they do but those things are where I really nail it I'm really good at like creating a rad day that makes me happy and like the wake up like all the good habits that you hear about I do them all like that's part of the reason maybe why I'm happy but like those I'm really good at just like taking those things, those nuggets around meditation or drinking electrolytes or, or, or working out in the morning, sunlight and all these things that I'm just like, whoosh, I'm just able to like incorporate those easy. And it's like almost probably to a fault, like nail those productivity is like what I do. Like I make a lot of music, you know, it's, that's what I do. So that's something that's on my mind is like, okay, that's a superpower. And maybe if I were like a writer or something, that'd be really cool because then I could just wake up, have that, do my fucking thing in the morning, have that writing block, do lunch, evening writing block, and it goes. And, and that's where I do that, except with music, except nobody listens to the music because I don't really market it that well. And so for some reason, the idea, I think the writer thing is appealing, not that I write that much or I'm a good writer, but I just know that avenue better i know how to market that better in terms of like pitching the podcast and interviews and the outlets i just know i listen to a lot of interviews with writers i love reading and so there's that is a whole piece to it where it's hard for me to come on to a podcast i think maybe this is again mental block maybe like let me talk to you about me making songs they're like what this is a creativity whatever whatever podcast like there's a bunch of rappers get out of here so it's just this weird place where i think if i could nail the marketing i could kill it but Productivity I love. Another thing is when it comes to vulnerability and being able to have conversations around these things, I think I appreciate you that that reached out when I kind of eight miled my shit and just kind of like exposed my soul to y'all that just from the way that I was brought up, shout out mom and dad or maybe DNA, I don't know. But for some reason, being able to like tap into those Often, I think, taboo places, especially for men, that are like especially kind of vulnerable, 
an emotional, I've just kind of got, I've got a, a real keen sense on kind of feelings and I've always feel like I've, I've always been an emotional guy and, um, part of it is even, has been a little, has been, uh, a process for myself to learn how to have more difficult conversations because I, I, I can understand when I'm making people uncomfortable or if things are going to maybe inconvenience people and then you take it on yourself and say, oh, yeah, okay. Rather than just being like, hey, these are my – I was talking to a buddy about this last night, being like, hey, these are my values. This is what I stick to. It's going to be inconvenient for you, but these are these are rules I'm willing to break and these are rules I'm not. And I think often for folks that may be a little bit more empathetic, you get pushed around some. You get – you know, you may be a little bit more – able to be influenced because you are so sensitive to those things and just being, you know, that's why I'm a fucking rapper and b singer. All rappers are super sensitive. Like that's, that's what we do, you know, listen to Drake. So that's a piece of it too, that I think is a cool superpower is like, I like to talk about emotional things. I like to dig into these, these sorts of topics and, and dig deep. You know, I'm not great at just kind of shooting the shit and talking about sports. Oh, unless it's MMA, we could talk all day, but other than that, like, I want to get to the good stuff, you know? And that's where I think – that's where like, I was to- toying with, like, maybe going back to, like, school to be a therapist or something. But I'm not sure if I'd want to do that, like, all day. But I definitely feel like I have a a real capability just in my heart to carry a lot of space for people. And so that's something that has been on my mind. And then also the the reason the professor thing has been popping up is because I just love listening to research on happiness, productivity, creativity, health, fitness, longevity. I love reading about these things. I'm reading a book right now called Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. I love Cal stuff. If you haven't checked him out, check him out. It's fire. And already it's been a game changer. And I think that whole professor piece, I like it, right? You're kind of you, – you kind of – you do this, you know, you're giving feedback, you're kind of giving speeches, you feel important, you're knowledgeable in your domain, you're able to do Q&A with students, but I just don't know if I'd love the research part of it. Um, I'm like, can I just be a professor and do the fun shit? Like, that would be fucking cool. Um, can I just have someone else do the research and I just talk about it? Um, and then rap from time to time and, like, make beats? So there's there's a piece to that that I do find inspiring as well of like this the the professor piece of like being an expert in a domain and then sharing about those ideas I think is really cool and those are things again that come naturally to me when I was listening to a Gary Vee interview recently it was cool he was talking about making content and building content around things that you love and he's like if you have to do extra research for the thing he's like you're already lost. He's like, it needs to come as easy as breathing oxygen. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really cool. What are those things that could do kind of come that naturally, that easily? And so I know this is like very much a very self-indulgent podcast, this episode. And this podcast in general, because me just sharing about what's going on in my life. But this is partially how I kind of work through it. And 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 I want to, this is kind of like me kind of keeping a, a, a time-stamped diary of things. But I feel like it, it's it's cool that it's also kind of in a public domain, but I realized that those those are things that I I really value is is being able to continue to learn things and share them. That's big, you know. I like this idea of like 
speaking and teaching, learning, speaking and teaching. I like this idea of creating. I like the idea of having a base, but also traveling as well. I love, you you know, nomad life. I love traveling around, seeing new places and this idea of like going out to places for um, events or conferences or interviews or whatever. Like I like, or performances. I like that idea of doing that. And I was also toying with the idea of being a DJ. I was like, okay, if I don't love like rapping performances, they're cool. But I was like, I do love the idea of like, just again, being on stage and maybe like doing DJ stuff. And I was like, but the hours have to be very strict. I have to be the, I have to be like the daytime DJ. I'm the guy that you hire. Like if you're trying to party at 10 AM, I got you. It's like 10 to six. We can party as much as you want, but after 6 p.m., like, there's a hard wrap-up because I got to get to jujitsu class, then I got to go to bed. So I was like, yeah, maybe that doesn't exactly work. But that that could be cool, too, of, like, these, these, these careers that have, like, a performative element to them that are also, I think, knowledge-based, idea-based, as well as when it comes to lifestyle, when I think about there are elements of like certain jobs that are certain careers. Maybe if you're in finance that it's like that there's an intensity that guys like that intensity. It's like you get there early. It's like 12 hour days. You're fucking sweating. You're making money. Those guys party hard too. That I think some people really gravitate towards. I'm like, that's not exactly for me either. Um, but I don't just want a gig where I just like kind of just like sit around. Some people like that, you know. It's like a job where like you finish most of your work in two hours, and then you can kind of like fuck around on Facebook for the like the rest of the day. It's like super chill. I like to be in it, focused periods of time, and then also have this like complete life outside of that of martial arts, social life, whether that's connected over the phone or with y'all in person, like meditation or reading at night. Like it's. It's not super complicated, but it's also, it's a very kind of, dis, it's distinct. You know, also having something that is lenient in terms of flexibility with location. And that's where I think like even the online business stuff, why those have always been attracted to me and why I continue to build that out. So it's, it's cool. It's just kind of a weird place where um, I've just been kind of figuring out like, what do I do next? So what I've been thinking I was to do and what I'm going to do is start creating more content around making music and to see where that goes. So I got some camera equipment. It's on the way. I found a local photographer, this like badass Venezuelan chick. She's going to help me just like shoot some behind the scenes stuff that I remember when I was growing up, Ryan Leslie did these really cool behind the scenes videos, like of like how he would make songs. And there's also a guy named John Bellion, who's like a singer songwriter. I've seen his. It's really cool. And I was like, that'd be really fun to do. To do, like, I bought this little beat pad and to, like, do more behind the scenes, like, creating kind of content that I'm going to, I want to put on YouTube and kind of see where that goes. I've also been toying with the idea of, like, creating a channel around, around productivity and creativity where. Because I listen to so much content, read so much content around these things, I think it could be cool to maybe create some sort of content that is like the summary of these things that would be I, – I used to do these kind of in my podcast before where I'd kind of set you like some quick hits of like highlights of different content that I you know encountered throughout the week. 
that I think could be rad. It's almost like a Blinkist, if you know what that is. They're almost like book summary chapters, but it's almost for like ideas, for like weekly ideas where it'd be like a scripted YouTube video where I'd write, you know, I'd, I'd gather all kind of the research of kind of what I learned that week and then I'd come and share it with you, but in a more structured way compared to typical key I'd kind of like shooting from the hip where I just like write the ideas down and be more like structured. I had, I'd script it out, et cetera, and like make them a little bit more high production. I'd pay an editor and like have them be, feel more like real content than just me, you know, shooting the shit on these pods with you. And so that's kind of been, I've been like, that could be cool too. I've also been toying with the idea of like writing a book. So I like the idea of sharing ideas in that way. I feel like as humans, we have so many different interests and it can be difficult to kind of marry them together. But we live in this age where there's so much going on, so a lot of distractions that it can be hard to like really listen into what those are. And I think a lot of us just don't take action on them. And I think that's one thing where I've learned along the way is it's more like you just kind of do it and then you experiment, you see how it feels, and then you can kind of gauge it from there. And so I'm just going to go for it. And I've been I'm in the vein of this kind of digital minimalism thing. I've put all my social media, I've created rules around my social media to just, I'm going to just check it once a week on Saturdays. I just put it in a folder on my phone. It's hard to see. It's like you keep the cookies in like the back of the cupboard so that you don't, they aren't just like always in your mind, like around you seeing them. And then like, oh, when I want a cookie, they're there, but you aren't like just triggered by seeing them. And it's really done wonders for me to get off of social media and off dating apps and to be more in this kind of analog world. And I, I understand how important those things are, but that's been a real piece too when I think about what would this life look like if I could just completely cut off from social media apps, be, if I was a professor or something like that. And it's really exciting. Like that never having to be on there again sounds really cool. But I love sharing things and I love creating things. I just don't love all of the the kind of like negative things that come when it kind of like sucks you into being on there. But that's kind of this duality too where I feel like it's a real superpower, not a superpower, but it's like a super tool that I'm missing out on that if I could learn how to hack that thing, I feel like I could crush it and I just haven't figured it out yet. It's like maybe um, that's the next piece is like hiring somebody to help me with it, but it's like hard to have a personal brand when it's not you. So just things that have been on my mind lately. Other than that, life update things are good for Kia overall been doing jujitsu three four times a week my boxing a couple times a week I hurt my shoulder doing jujitsu so I'm gonna see where that goes I've been totally like picking up dance again um making a lot of music and been having a couple adventures I had a high school friend who I, I forgot because I didn't even realize growing up she was Colombian. And so she's actually in Medellin. So it's been cool. We've been like going out. We had a couple adventures. She's she's much more like social than I am. I'm kind of hermit life. But we've been on an adventure last weekend, I think. And it was like this big hike that I organized with a buddy from the gym who put me on. And so all three of us went like this daytime adventure out into like this. It was out to this like really pretty river. But you had like walk through 
you had to take a bus out to like this small village and then you we got in on like a like it's like they called it a chiva but it's like a party bus it's like open air they have speakers a lot of lights and then you like drive this party bus for like 40 minutes through the jungle out farther into like the jungle and then you trek from there out into the river and so it was just a whole it was a whole day in coming back we got caught in this rainstorm so i'm like on this party bus and it's raining it's like crazy like tropical rain you're on this bus on like a tiny road you feel like you're gonna slip off i actually have some footage i'll slice that or i'll splice that footage in here so that's what that was like and it's like there it's just like like reggaeton blaring like lights in the bus torrential downpour you feel like you're going to fall off the road and die. It was just this whole this whole adventure. Um, but it, there are nice things to do to just to remind you that like life is very fragile and this can go at any minute to not take yourself too seriously. And this is a really beautiful place. I would love to learn how I could settle into Colombia for longer. It's a cool, special place. I, so many spots I still want to visit, but for now... Um, I'm thinking of posting up here for a while. I just bought some like equipment to create a little home studio, so we'll see. Anyways, y'all, I'll, I'll wrap it there. If you have, I, again, I apologize. This is a very key-centric episode. They always are, though, so you know what it was getting into it. Um, any two cents on if there's any career I'm missing that uh, you have advice for me, I'm all ears. So let it rip. Let me know what you think. And how this sets with you, like how you think about this for yourself. If there are any questions you ask yourself, if there are any exercises you do to kind of help yourself stay on the right path, um, I'd love to learn. So thanks again for making it this far. If you did, you'll real one. Appreciate you as always. Peace.